the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back. Yeah, after a week of uh, work, hard work, I'm sure, on the part of everybody here in the studio. Hi, Mike Rayleigh. Good morning, everybody. Miss Ann is still at the beach. Brother Rufus is lounging across the table there with his, uh, oh, they're just striking glasses, Rufus. They really are. Well, you know, I told you about my designer glasses that... <laughs> From the Dollar Dollar Tree at Cider City. <laughs> That's all. And I pulled that off one time. I was giving this big fancy speech in, in Atlanta, and one person said, I just adore those designer glasses. <laughs> Where can you get them? I said, well, my dear lady, there's a place in Cider City called the Dollar Tree. <laughs> she had never heard of the Dollar Tree. I said, yes, it means everything is the dollar. <laughs> I'm sure that's where Aunt B shopped. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, Nelson Cox is the owner of the Garden Hut in Fuquay, Verena, and she was nice enough to come in. Your busy schedule, running a business and helping to run a farm and picking tomatoes and putting up corn and picking flowers this morning. Good graces. How you doing, Nelson? I'm doing well. Good morning, everybody. Yeah, so... Gosh, you brought in so many pretty things. How do you decide? Is it what's most convenient, or do you do you really have a plan? Curbside. I just roll the truck up to the curb, grab the pruners, <laughs> jump out, and snip and tuck here and there. You're so kind to do that because it's always interesting to to see what you've brought. And uh, first, I, I think we need to talk about this morning. I don't know where it came from. <laughs> July third. Come on. It, <laughs> I walked. I walked outside early this earlier this morning, and it um, like at six thirty, and it was gosh, it was so almost it was chill, chilly. Yeah, it had to be like fifty nine out there or something. I'm it's sure perfect. folks up in Roxboro, it's probably <laughs> down in the thirties up there this morning oh. up on that plateau. So uh, yeah, that was a nice treat too, and I'm sure our uh, many of our plants appreciate that. Absolutely. Of course, my banana tree is not going to grow as fast; it didn't have that <laughs> heat. And we got a nice rain yesterday. Did y'all get torrential rains oh, yes. in Fuquay. Yes, and, um, I got caught out in that rain about a mile away from the garden hut. I saw that on Facebook. <laughs> so you didn't get to stay dry completely. That must have no, been fun. Sir. But you know, after you're hot and sweaty and oh, running out there, it probably felt pretty good. Yes, yeah. Sir. 
Rufus, you get you get plenty of rain. On yeah, and I, I loved it because it means I don't have to water. Yes. All those pots, probably 50 pots with impatiens, coleus, begonias, don't have to water them. Oh, goodness gracious. And we may get some remnants from Elsa that's coming up. We're going to see it's going to going to uh, become, I think, a tropical storm before it moves into the Gulf. It's pronounced yeah. Nelsa without an N. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, we'll just call it Nelsa then. I bet it's going to be a tough one then if it's oh, a Nelsa. Wow. Hurricane Nelsa. Yeah, that's what they say in Fuquay Verena. Oh, Hurricane Nelsa. So um, you're welcome to call us at 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. I feel kind of relaxed this morning for some reason. It's I'm the a, weather. You I'm got not a, usually you got relaxed. A, you got a, a pep in your step there. I'm usually, you know, up on the mic, as they say, up on the steer, up on the wheel, as a race car driver would say. But uh, this morning, I'm just going to lay back. I feel like I I need to sit back in my chair if if I was sure that I wouldn't tip over, <laughs> <laughs> which is which has almost happened in this this studio before. So uh, 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. Nelson, why don't we uh, start with some of the plants that you chose this morning? The hydrangeas. Gosh, did you ever think you'd see a million different varieties of hydrangeas? <laughs> and that's about what we have You know, now. the plant world has been amazing, um, it, just amazing. So, no, Um we have just some great horticulturalists, um, growers, hybridizers, um, horticulturists, horticulturalists with great eyes that are able to spot um, sports or mutations and, you know, vegetatively propagate it and um, trial and get these plants um, into uh, arboretums and then they continue to get dispersed to growers and um, so, yes, we have so many great plants, hydrangeas for this area, along with many other um, plants. But this morning, I grabbed um, one of the hydrangeas that's called Twist and Shout. It's part of the Endless Summer series. Um, beautiful. And um, Rufus was like, wow, <laughs> there's a purple and a pink, and they came off the same plant. Um, we talked about that one morning. I, we were looking at a photo mm-hmm. of it. And it's a lace cap, but it's got really big flowers on it. Yes. I mean, they're just beautiful. I mean, individual flowers. Mm-hmm. So yeah. the lace caps are, uh, you know, just for our listeners, they're not the cone shape and they're not the kind of ball shape, uh, mop heads we call them. So they're, they're, um, they're really neat. They're flowers with little flowers, and uh, it's just a pretty arrangement. And um, just big, healthy plants. Really Reminds pretty. me of the... My grandmother's calico dress. Oh, my. And I think that's the most beautiful hydrangea there. The one with the dark pink is just fabulous. And how this would come off of the same bush, I just don't understand. But nature knows how to do it. That's right. So, that's really, right. so really, you look at it and it'll, it, the, the plant will have purple and pink? It can. Some of them do and some of them don't. Now, is that based on the, the pH of the soil? I think... Partly that, but um, it, it also, you know, like with even some of the limelights, um, like for example, um, this one is, uh, I believe, quick fire. And um, so that if you look at the tag, it shows that it's a pink. But when they first come out, they're kind of a green and then they open to a white and then it will 
fade and, and remain um, a pink flower for quite some time. Um, so it, it, you know, just goes through its, its course, um, changing colors. When you, when you buy a twist and shout, is it necessarily one color or the other? Or, I mean, is there a standard color for it? It just can be both. Um, wow. Typically, I see them more uh, as a pink, but that's part of the twist and shout. Uh-huh. Um, so it just, you know, beautiful, beautiful flowers. Oh, they certainly are. And this is the uh, little lime, um, so it's much like the limelight, but a more compact plant. Um, and again, you can see these flowers started out uh, kind of almost cone shape and green, but they will eventually uh, turn a really pretty kind of uh, lighter, lighter white green, if you will, but, but they'll go to a white color. What else is exciting among the hydrangeas that you may not have brought in? Um, even in the twist and shout realm. Yeah, so Endless Summer, still the classic one is my favorite, um, which is the nice big mop head flowers. And, right. Um, you'll get you know a few repeat blooms. You don't have to worry about um, pruning like you do some of the old-fashioned ones because they will flower both off of old growth as well new growth. Yeah. Um, so that's important uh, for today's hydrangeas. Um, and it's not Endless Summer is... Is not just one variety. I mean, is that a it's series? It's kind of a series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. there's there's a few of those. Um, there's some reds. There's uh, you know oak leaf hydrangeas are beautiful. There's many cultivars of those. Some that are compact, but they all have that beautiful uh, fall red foliage as well. Um, and, and you know, and limelights are just starting to um, you know it, those in the landscape. They're just starting to form, and I mean they'll take us well into fall. Right. So that's a really good long season. Um, well, on, on an oak leaf, Nelson, uh, we, we don't have that many colors yet, do we? There are some pinks and kind of dark rubies or reds, if you will. Little little ruby slippers, I believe. Is yes. that as uh, they they uh, get the flower gets a little older in the season that they get pink? Yes. Or? Yeah, yes. Okay. Yes. Yes, but um, they're you know. There are some pink varieties. Um, of course, many of them are pH dependent. Um, it's funny because when you drive down east, um, you've got that really rich kind of almost black soil, loamy soil. Um, they, they they always seem to me, the, the mop heads always seem to be like almost like a dark, deep violet purple. Yeah. Uh, versus I've got here. one of those in my yard. Is it, I, does it get really, really yeah, dark? Yeah, it does. Yeah. Just, I don't know what variety that is. My sister-in-law gave us that one. That's the prettiest one in the yard, I think. It, it, they're just, they're very fascinating. Um, but, you know, and as you as you drive your travels, I mean, you'll see hydrangeas, especially when you go to rural areas that are just, you know, the prettiest blues and shades of blues with deep purples. Um, and, you know, those definitely are going to be probably uh, pH de- dependent. Um, but there's there's just a great world of uh, hydrangeas now, and um, you know we always look forward to trying to getting some new cultivars in. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm uh, looking forward to one blooming that's called strawberry. Is it strawberry cream? Mm-hmm. The strawberries and cream that's that, that P- has mm-hmm. PG hydrangea. Yes, it has the um, kind of more like the cone shaped right. flower to yeah. it. It, it. It hasn't bloomed this year, and so I'm just really looking forward. Is that, to that. a later blooming one? Yeah, um, it can be. Um, typically, 
like I say, with that series, you really don't start seeing them form their their buds till probably August September. Uh huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. See. Well, mine is starting now. Right. Yeah, that's good. That's Just good. The, the, yeah. the little buds are forming. Wonderful. Excellent. All right, we're gonna come back and talk with William here on the WPTF. Weekend Gardener, 919-860-9783. It's 819. For 40 years, it was the Tar Heel Gardener. And since then, the Weekend Gardener has invited you into their backyard. A WPTF tradition since 1945. 823 WPTF time. Mike Rayleigh here along with my friend Rufus Edmonston and uh, my friend Nelsa Cox, owner of the Garden Hut. Uh, Miss Ann is, is off today. She'll be back next week. She's uh, been beaching it. Let's uh, go to William and Beaufort. William, the air traffic controller, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. I'm now in Raleigh. I drove this morning from 6, got up to 6. Oh, uh, okay. Raleigh. Well, that was a fast trip. Oh yeah, no traffic on the road this morning. Yeah, uh, well, I'm sorry you had to, had to come back to yeah, away from the beach. It was a nice would be a nice day at the beach. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, I got to turn around and go back tonight. So, oh okay. Uh, it's a quick trip up, quick trip back. But I was. Uh, Would you have to get some uh, come up here to get some cigars for a Rufus or (laughs) pick pick up some contraband? Yeah, there's a a Cuban outpost up here. How you doing, William? Cuban outpost. Yeah, good, Rufus. How you doing this morning? Mine is a frog's hair split four ways. Amen. Oh my goodness! I tell you, I I stopped at the uh, the farmers market and got me a Jim Graham biscuit. I hadn't had one of those in about a year. Now the Jim Graham biscuit is a tenderloin. And onion on it, right? Tomato. It's got tomato. Tomato. And Duke mayonnaise. Okay. Yeah. Hold, <laughs> hold Ooh, the onion, good. I guess. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Tomato. It's very tasty. Yeah. You can only have one about a year. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of biscuit, of course. They're, uh, they're famous for that out there. Well, you got got uh, on, the, on a good start then. Oh, yeah. But I was telling Nelson, I was going to say, I got two hydrangeas i put one in apex the same the same family uh and it is light blue and i planted one at the beach and it has bloomed out the deepest purple you've ever seen yeah i'm telling you when you go down east it is just so acidic and and the flowers are just so deep blue purple just it's a big difference Yeah, you think of just sand down east, but yeah. it is the prettiest, yeah. blackest soil in yeah, some areas. This is rich. a garden near Surf City. This uh, gentleman, uh, he, he's very meticulous, and it's a large garden every year. But the soil in that thing is so black; makes yeah. me very oh, yeah. makes me envious. It looks like a big bag of black cows been dumped <laughs> on the thing. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's the problem down here. I've got to raise my pH. It's so low. I got to bring it back up. Yeah. Uh, so have you seen this twist and shout? Uh, uh, yeah, I have a I have a variety of that at the house in Apex. I, I, I bought it at the garden uh, center, so I've got that one. Uh, I haven't seen it bloom. As a matter of fact, when I get back today, it should be blooming. Neat. Uh, Do you have any of these in stock? Yeah. Oh yeah. Doggone. Mm-hmm. I may have to get one take back put to the beach. 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that yeah, that'd be extraordinary down there. Sure would. So, uh, what what do you got? uh, Are you working today or? Oh no, no, I'm off today. I'm back in Raleigh. My my youngest is moving to Chapel Hill for school in the fall, so I got to move her to an apartment. Oh, okay. That uh, going uh, to a nice school there, will you? College over there, huh? How about that? Rufus has on his Carolina shirt today. Well, you have a smart child then. My, my youngest has got some sense. My oldest graduated state, so at least I... Hey, hey, them. hey, be careful with that. <laughs> We've been bashed enough lately, <laughs> for goodness that. sake. <laughs> no, no, I, I support both schools, except when they play Carolina. I, I pull for Carolina. Oh, I hate to hear that, R- William. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's putting you on, William. He, he loves it. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I know deep down Mike really liked Carolina. My my daughter graduated from there. My sister did, and my son almost went there, but I kind of uh, got him off of the ledge, and <laughs> he went to state. He's a good boy. Yeah, he is. He is the best. Yeah, yeah. I pull for both schools now, and uh, and. Ever since I've been down east, all I see is uh, yellow and the purple. It's like everybody's the fire yeah, down there. Yeah, that's, that's good down there, too. Well, William, you can be like I was one time when I was uh, Secretary of State. I was down in Atlanta. For the, what's that bowl they have down there? Peach Bowl. Peach, Peach bowl. bowl. Peach Bowl. And uh, Carolina was playing state, and I got it before this crowd out there, and somebody said, who are you for? State of Carolina. I said, well, some of my friends are for state and some of my friends are for Carolina and I'm for my friends. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> yes, indeed. Like a prayer meeting this morning. I'm in amen amening all over the place. So, uh, <laughs> Oh, goodness. Well, I just want to call in with you guys a happy fourth. I ain't called in lately. It sure doesn't seem like the fourth with this weather. Oh, I know. It was, it was, uh, it was 61 degrees in Beaufort this morning when I left. Mm. Wonderful weather. I love it. Yeah, it was chilly. Well, yeah, we need somebody from up north to up Roxborough way or something to call us and see what, <laughs> yeah, see see what, what it was. I'd be, I'd be curious. Dave Bradshaw, if you're listening, call us and tell us what the temperature was I've got was a friend that just reached out to me from Oak Island and uh, said they had to run, put their chairs out this morning to get them a spot. So, hello, Gaddis family. Hmm. Oh, I thought you were going to say they had to get the chairs, bring them in for it's the frost. Too cold. <laughs> I, bet it, frost I bet with them. that breeze, I bet it's chilly out there this morning. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, William, you take it easy, buddy. All right, you guys have a great show today. Okay, and a good weekend. Thank come, you. Thanks, come William. see us. All right, we'll see you guys. Bye bye. All right, nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three. We'll uh, talk to Troy and Jer- Jerry coming up on the WPTF Weekend Gardener. Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. It's uh, 8.36. Mike Rayleigh here. Miss Ann is uh, on vacation. Brother Rufus sitting across the table there. And to my right is Nelson Cox, uh, surrounded by almost flowers. <laughs> and uh, we've got Troy with us. Troy, good morning. You're on WPTF. Good morning. Troy, Where you're from Maynard? No, that's my last name, Carrie. Oh, okay. See, that's what we are. Ah, yeah. 
Yeah, okay. That's what we thought. We got uh, Troy from Maynard up here, and I didn't know where we couldn't find Maynard. Rufus said he'd been been in every holler in the state campaigning and didn't know where Maynard was. That's my last name. Okay. You calling from this area? Carrie. Carrie? Okay. I didn't catch that. All right. Uh, How can we help you? What's going on? We got two better boys spider plants in buckets. They're about six feet tall. We got two good red ones off. And the storm come through Wednesday night and blew them off the porch. Um, oh, no. The buckets and all. Mm. We saved them, but we've got six or eight green tomatoes, uh, about biggest tennis balls we had to put on the counter. Well, they ripen. Yep, they should. The put them in the windowsill. They, they always they, seem to ripen on the counter, don't they? They do. Yeah. They sure do. And you've always got fri- green fried tomatoes yeah. if they um, don't. Yeah, unless they're just really, really tight. Most of the time, they will, uh, if, if they're the size you were saying, they, they should uh, turn for you. Okay. That's well, disappointing we when that happens. We trying to save them. All right. Well, thank you. Well, you can't, you can't tape them back on. No. We, we know that. <laughs> so you're just going to have to live with it, Troy. All right. We hope they're ripened and appreciate the information. Well, call us back and let us know if they ripened. All right. We'll do that. All right. All right. Just a little experiment. Yeah, I mean, it's something about the counter. Yeah, yeah, they'll It'll turn them orange every time, just about. Don't you find that true, Rufus? Well, I I used to put up green tomatoes and wrap them up in uh, newspaper, put them in a box down in the basement, and would about half of them would rot and half wouldn't, and I've had tomatoes like that at Christmas time. Wow. Mm. Well, I took a good size green one down to the beach uh, my tomatoes are a little bit late so um i took i think i picked it on the 17th or 18th and it it, it was good pound and a half uh two pound tomatoes big and um i was like that thing's going to eventually color color up and it wasn't until um about 10 days later when i was getting ready to leave or nine days later and it <laughs> i guess i didn't look at the plant i picked it off of um actually my mom had picked it so that's why i don't know didn't know what it was or where she had you know which tomato she had picked it off of but it's just as yellow and golden um but it was delicious <clears throat> you know that uh operation that big operation on 64 down yeah. toward pittsburgh hadn't opened up yet i mean their their stand he, they got some big plants they got three different fields there in front and some are under row cover he said that um he plants Usually uh, April fourteenth, May or April fifteenth, May fifteenth, and June fifteenth. He does three crops, mm-hmm. and he he said, um, I think this was a year or two ago. I think it was two years ago because last year I didn't stop by. But he said that um, he opens his stand the Fourth of July weekend. So I'm curious. I'll, I'll be going home today. I'm yeah. curious if yeah, if there was no action up. there yesterday, but. And I don't know that I saw that much orange in the, in the field that really looks yeah. like it had might have mature tomatoes on it. But uh, maybe there, you know, we've had some cool weather, mm-hmm. relatively speaking, here and there. But uh, hopefully they'll, because I know a lot of people ask about, about that. Nice good. folks out there. And, and weekend gardener listeners, somebody mm-hmm. told me. So I had a pretty good early set, and I planted late. Um, so the bottoms of my tomatoes are are pretty loaded, especially the ones at the farm. But I think the ones at the garden hut are looking good. I um, was out there early this morning. I had probably three or four cages that blew over, and 
straightening those back up and hoping there's no no damage but um and we actually had our first garden hut blt luncheon yesterday it was right pitiful i was like there's probably seven of us i'm like well this is a two pound tomato and we've got a couple small ones we'll just have to slice it thin <laughs> <laughs> let's uh talk to jerry at mcgee's crossroads hey jerry hey good morning y'all how can we help you uh, a couple things, uh, mold and drift roses, uh, brown spot. Um, on the uh, roses, we got a, some in a garden and um, noticed that they got some brown spots and stuff on them. And I Googled it and it said that you could do this milk, 15 ounces, 120 ounces of water thing. Have y'all ever heard of that? Um, you think that might would help? I, I heard something about milk. And you're talking about spots on a drift rose? Yeah. And milk. Uh, yeah, and I don't know. The black spot is what is more prevalent. That's a fungus. I'm not sure where the milk comes in. Does that? Well, that, if you Google it, there's a couple of them. You get two or three uh, searches that says to mix up 15 ounces of milk and 120 ounces of water and spray them. Uh, you know, every couple of weeks, and it'll 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 fix it. So I, I'm, wow. I'm not sure. Now is that pasteurized milk? Yeah, or, <laughs> or you right out of the cow? <laughs> well, that's. That's what that's the question I had. So I don't know. I didn't know if y'all had any ideas or things. Why? Well, that's uh, that's something new to contemplate. I don't. I don't know. What was your source on this? I just googled it. I, yeah. You know, put you know, putting brown spots on roses. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. I mean, and you know, hopefully you've got a good source of mulch around your plants to prevent splash and spread. Um, but you know, neem oil. Um, or even a copper fungicide will help with that too. Now, copper when I say help with that, it will help prevent it spreading to any new foliage. Uh huh. So is that something? You, I didn't see anything at Lowe's yesterday. Um, is that something you buy at a plant nursery or something? Yeah, there's some different fungicides, several different fungicides that are um, great to use on on mildew and spot and um, your fungal diseases. Now, neem, Nestle, is not not as bad for honeybees and things as others. It, Correct. It's an oil-based thing. Mm-hmm. So, oh, N, N, is it N-E-E-M? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you just have to be careful with the heat. So, uh, temperatures today would be great. <laughs> uh, so, neem? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, and you can buy that and just put it yep. in. Or you can even use, like, a copper fungicide, too, or rotate. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that, I, I'm looking at a University of Washington article, and the article is called The Myth of Milk and Roses. Uh, mm. Milk sprayed onto rose leaves will prevent fungal and bacterial diseases, and uh, they, the reality is milk has been part of horticultural toolbox for decades, and... Uh, the moreover, treatment is touted as preventing black spots. So I guess uh, it's not a myth. It's uh, it's it has antiviral agents in it. Milk does apparently. Uh-huh. Well, it's, it would be a cheap. I don't guess it would hurt to try it. Don't sound like it would hurt it. No, I, I would. I would say not. Yeah. Okay. So and another thing was um, molds. I know that that's an age-old problem, but. Um, which seem like there are a whole lot more of them this year than I've ever seen since we've been living in our new house over so, back up to the woods, but everybody's got them. They're just they yeah. made it to the front and to the flower beds. And, uh, I've tried a little bit of everything, and 
Um, last yesterday, I tried something, and I'm hoping that'll do it. But uh, and there's no no one thing that's a cure for cure 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 is. Well, moles, keep them out. Is do you are you sure they're they're moles or are they voles? They're moles. They're moles. Moles. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. So they're just I, making runs looking for the grubs. Uh, grubs. Worms. Yeah. 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 I mean, everywhere they made it around the house, in the front fire beds. Uh-huh. You know, they, well, they are aerating the soil, Jerry. Well, that's, that was another question, you know, did it really hurt it? I mean, they, they can cause erosion problems, you know, uh, on little slopes and stuff, because the water will hit the trenches and, you know, cause, you know. But other than that, they, I guess they don't really hurt us. I, I think it depends on what, uh, how big a landscape you have or yeah. and uh, how active they are. There aren't many. There's just a family, I think, of of moles usually because they're fairly territorial. So there are not many of them out there. No, I, I think, and they kind of run the same paths and stuff. Yeah, I don't worry about moles uh, because I, and they, they kind of serve a purpose. They're eating, eating those Japanese beetle grubs, mm-hmm. and uh, I guess they can make things look a little unsightly in a warm season grass in the wintertime or something when it's when it's yellow and real noticeable. But I worry more about voles, yeah. which are little mice, little field yeah. mice that eat roots of plants and can really destroy some expensive plants. I mean, they'll just topple them over. Well, Jerry, my, yard, I, I, uh, my yard's yeah. full of, of moles, too. And my wife was out there the other day, and she said, our yard is not draining because she said it's, it's, I'm sinking down everywhere I walk. Well, I went out there. <laughs> She was stepping in mole runs. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, uh, Jasper's not doing his job because I no, thought dogs, Yeah, you know, a dog or a cat even, yeah. cats, you know, will. Yeah, will, yeah our uh, little dog, he, uh, he was actually smelling around and kind of wanted to start digging the other day. And I thought, well, that, that's a good idea on one hand. On the other hand, it probably ain't, you know. Well, uh, get you some of that milk while you're spraying the roses and put it out there for the cats. And the cats will come up and they'll take the moles away. How's okay. that? That sounds good, guys. Y'all have a good one. <laughs> All right, Jerry. Hey, give our best to everybody out there in McGee's Crossroads, won't you? All right. Yeah, sure will. All right, buddy. Thank you. Thanks for calling. Mm-hmm. More of the Weekend Gardener coming up on WPTF as we ponder this milk situation. <laughs> Are you thinking of selling your home, but you're afraid you won't find something else in this crazy housing market? I'm Justin Burleson with Premier Agents Network of FM Realty. This is a problem for sellers. Knowing you'll get top dollar, but you're afraid of being homeless. I have strategies to help you sell your current home and find your next home in one of the strongest sellers markets we've ever seen. All as stress-free as possible. Call today, 919-609-5161. That's 919-609-5161. Lay back, recline, and save with the best recliners from Wayside Furniture House. Save 40 to 60% off MSRP on the finest recliners from companies like Hancock & Moore, Braddington Young, Barca Lounger, and Motioncraft, all made right here in the USA. Recliners and power recliners from Wayside Furniture come in fabric and leather. Wayside Furniture, over 80 years of designing beautiful rooms. Wayside Furniture House, 5640 Capitol Boulevard, Raleigh, or waysidefurniturehouse.com. Are you a caregiver of an aging parent and worried they aren't taking their pills on time? I'm Dr. Franklin Weefall from WPTF's Heart Health Radio. Let me introduce you to Joseph's Pharmacy. 
It's a locally owned pharmacy with three locations. They offer free med pack service. Your parents' pills are pre-packed for whatever time of day they need to take them. No pill box needed. Plus, Joseph delivers for free. I think it's time you contact Joseph's Pharmacy. That's J-O-S-E-F-S Pharmacy.com. Or call 919-212-2555. This Saturday night, the All-Star Country spotlights on the most awarded country duo of all time, Brooks and Dunn. Come on, baby, let's go. I'm a friend new man. Dancing out of the beams of a neon moon. This is Buddy Michaels. Join me for All-Star Country weekend starting at 6 p.m. on WPTF. Are you thinking about retirement soon? There's lots to think about. How will changes in tax laws affect you? Is now the time to do an in-service rollover of your 401k? Will inflation affect your retirement investment strategy? This is Doug Lewis, host of Money Matters, Saturday and Sunday evenings at 5 on WPTF. Comprehensive financial planning from Lewis Financial will help smooth the road to your retirement. Listen this Saturday or Sunday evening at 5, Lewis Financial, 919-872-7000, or go to DougAndLinda.com. Hi, this is Dave Alexander. Every weekend we bring you Heart Health Radio on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF with Dr. Franklin Weefald of Millennia Cardiovascular. He talks about health care issues, issues of the heart, and anything you want to talk about. So tune in FM 98.5 AM 680 today at noon for Heart Health Radio. Hey, we're also on Apple Podcasts and hearthealthradio.com. Hot summer weather is here, so don't take chances with your family's comfort. Keep your heating and air system operating at peak efficiency and reduce the need for costly repairs with regular maintenance visits from Newcomb and Company. Receive $50 off your service fee when you purchase a comfort contract from Newcomb and Company. Newcomb and Company is a carrier factory authorized dealer. Turn to the experts at Newcomb and Company. Your comfort is our business. NewcombandCompany.com. Here's your exclusive WPTF AccuWeather forecast. Sunny to partly cloudy today. It'll be less humid with a high of 83. Clear and comfortable, low 62 tonight. Sunshine and nice tomorrow with low humidity and a high of 88. Mostly sunny on Monday, turning hot and more humid, high 93. Still hot and humid with some sun, high 93 Tuesday. I'm AccuWeather's Heather's Air on the Triangle Severe Weather Station, WPTF. You're listening to the longest-running gardening show on the radio. It's the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. It's 851-919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. Mike Rayley here, uh, Ann Clapp on vacation, and uh, Brother Rufus is here, and Nelson Cox, owner of the Garden Hut. Richard is in Raleigh. Morning, Richard. Morning. Uh, happy birthday, everyone. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I, I was over in England one year on July 4th. I told them I wouldn't rub it in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. Oh, they'll tell you about the battles they did win over here. But Oh, uh, yeah. And, uh, you know, the, there's uh, there are pirates at the farmer's market. Well, I, I got some corn that was pre-shucked. Uh, it was uh, a, a dollar an ear. So... Uh, I got five ears for five dollars, and I had a buccaneer. 
<laughs> oh my oh that's good richard that's getting into jc Knowles territory there so <laughs> it's, it's hard to compete with jc i know he's master storyteller he certainly is uh, a little quips and jokes and uh well the uh a few weeks ago there was uh there were some questions on coastal lawns and uh i've had my house moorhead city since 1981 and uh the uh St. Augustine is by far the most successful in the area. Really? You know, my my uh, wife's cousin next door to us uh, has tried that and didn't have any luck with it. I don't know uh, why. With the what now? With, with St. Augustine grass. Huh. And you would think that that would be yeah. perfect. I see a lot of uh, Bermuda down at Topsail because there you know, are a lot of hybrid varieties now. Uh, I, I don't know about zoysia but uh maybe a little centipede but i haven't seen i haven't seen a lot of saint augustine it's a really interesting looking grass yep and it survives a limited amount of salt water intrusion and it it does it does uh, if you want something that will deal with the maybe less than six hours of sunlight that may be the best way to go there is a raleigh variety now, there are probably other coal hardy varieties by now, but uh, Raleigh St. Augustine has been used in this area for years. And a, a pass on to the broadcast engineer that uh, in the audience that uh, if you're headed to Moorhead on a Saturday morning, you can pick up the weekend gardener uh, all the, almost all the way to New Bern. Oh, very good. And, you know, you could probably uh, pick it up farther than that at one time. These digital transmitters, I don't know that we get out as far as we used to. We may. I'd have to talk to an engineer. But with everything else digital, it it's, uh, doesn't seem to be as large a coverage. And all these cell towers around, I think, affect mm-hmm. the uh, folks picking up the signal sometimes. But, uh, yeah, it's a big old – it's as much as – powers you can have on am and of course we're at 98.5 fm which is a translator in the, the raleigh area that has limited coverage mm-hmm. but yeah, uh, and of course you can get our our uh, you can get listen to us live on uh, wptf.com and uh, you can get our podcasts on apple podcasts google podcasts wherever you get your podcasts and there's nothing like uh, sitting there at l's eating a shrimp burger and listening to the weekend gardener i that sounds really good to me it really does. And, uh, I haven't had that opportunity, though. Just a hint, when you go to Ells, uh, if you're eating in the parking lot, bring a roll of paper towels and put that in the car. Uh, <laughs> I always put up a, a, a mesh screen because uh, seagulls are trying to get in there. And... Well, yeah. Well, what, uh, when the shrimp start pouring out of the shrimp burger, you don't want them to go to some obscure... I, I, I agree wholeheartedly, and that always happens to me with a shrimp burger. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Ells... Els has the best. And, and big uh, oak is good too. Yeah, they they are. Oh, and going back to corn, uh, if you don't want to have nature's own uh, uh, dental floss in the corn silk, uh, <laughs> they make uh, special brushes. And uh, in Moorhead, I got mine at Jenny Gordon's. Uh, it's a kitchen supply shop. Uh-huh. But, uh huh. But for cleaning corn, they're. Uh, uh, is a special brush for it. Oh, I didn't realize that. Hmm. Yep. We gosh, we always used our hands. I just yeah. uh, I'm missing out. I'll I'll have to go find one. Make it a lot easier. And uh, I bet so. When I was in Japan, uh, they had uh, 
uh, grilled squid and grilled corn. You put soy sauce on the corn. I should have. My wife's birthday was was Thursday. I should have given her that for her birthday. An ear of corn? No, well, brush for the ear of corn. <laughs> that would have been nice. She's very practical. The vendor I bought from from the farmer's market used to have a sign up there that uh, said, and clean by a woman. <laughs> oh, my. Oh. Well, this this sounds totally crazy, but Uncle Brian was crazy. He would light up a blowtorch to, to get the silk off the corn. Oh. Huh. I thought he was roasting it. I did, too. <laughs> he just would slightly pass it over to get rid of the silk. Huh. Oh, that seemed like a lot of trouble for it. But he was, was he an arsonist? <laughs> yeah. You said he was crazy. I, you know. well, he, he was the volunteer fire department. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. So he was used to fire. Oh, that explains it. <laughs> he he knew about fire. Okay. Now, if you get cheesecake at uh, in Moorhead City at uh, Sugarloaf Island Bakery, uh, they finish it with a blowtorch. Oh yeah, sure. <clears throat> Some of the. Reef, Rufus, you've eaten. We lost. We just lost uh, Richard. Sorry about that. Reef, Rufus, you've eaten in high class restaurants where they use oh, a blowtorch to set set your dessert on fire. Oh yes, creme brulee. Oh yes. Wow. How about that? Uh, well, you can have a uh, mosquito free summer. You can actually win this from Mosquito Shield. Enter to win a backyard treatment from uh, those lousy mosquitoes. Now. Mosquito Shield has um, pollinator-friendly treatments, uh, so you don't have to worry about the bees. We're uh, going to give away a brickyard treatment for mosquitoes from Mosquito Shield. Winners will be chosen from the Mosquito Shield service area of Wake County. You can go online to to, uh, WPTF.com. Go to the website, WPTF.com, and good luck. We're going to give that away tomorrow. We'll be back uh, here on WPTF 919-860-9783. 919-860-9783. And if you're, if you're, uh, I want you to ponder uh, during our time off the uh, milk and leaves. Now, Nelsa, uh, you, you said that that could be expensive. expensive. Yeah. Milk's More expensive. expensive. Yeah, yeah, it is. It really is. So our friend out uh, at McGee's Crossroad needs to keep that in well, mind. Well, he might too. have a cow in his backyard. He too. might. Okay, and he then he can tell us if it if it's uh, right. pasteurized or unpasteurized. Just put her best. on her lease, walk her around, and start spraying. Yeah, and uh, this <laughs> University of Washington, University of Washington paper. You need to read that. You can Google that and and read that. It's not long, and uh, it's very interesting. I thought it was going to dispel, it, it, it kind of dispels the, the myth to a certain extent. I don't know. Anyway, we'll be back. 